0: You're listening to the Art of Floating Podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Art of Floating Podcast, where float centers thrive. This is a weekly podcast that tells our stories of running a float center. And we love giving tips on starting and running your own float center, anything that we can do to help you um, start out uh, more efficiently than, well, basically than we had to. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at The Art of Floating. Follow us there and see what's going on in our float centers. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Artful Floating. And you can join the conversation on the show here by leaving a speak pipe on theartoffloating.com. Basically, that's just a voicemail and audio file that you get to record on our website and then we just um play it on the show and we will respond to it answer your questions um whatever you like uh i am dylan i uh, own the float shop with my wife sandra calm in portland oregon and i'm joined by amy grimes from float nashville hi amy
0: hey y'all how you doing
1: (laughs) and um i'm joined by lance and with from the float shack in red deer canada hey lance
2: hey everybody
1: and um let's see here. this is our big software episode we're going we're Woo-hoo. basically going to go down the spreadsheet list of all the software that we use. We threw it into some some categories, but there's a lot of blending that happens and uh, we'll we'll get to that in just a little bit here but um before we continue, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Float Away. The simple act of floating in warm, salty water is the most relaxing experience on Earth. This has been Float Away's byline for more than 15 years. It's true for each of the eight different models and in all the 40 or so countries where happy customers float in Float Away float tanks. Float Away is proud of the specially equipped round pools in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where research is really putting floating on the mainstream map. You can check them out at FloatAway.com and find out how the company has pioneered new techniques, new shapes, and new ideas in floating. The founders, Colin and Ginny Stanwell-Smith, are world experts on every aspect of flotation technology. FloatAway is a family business within the floating family, and you can find them again at www.floataway.com I want to cover a few things about my week, but I also want to apologize for, um, I said I would uh, throw up the Beta tester questionnaire up on the show notes page, and I forgot to do that. So I apologize, that wasn't on last week's show notes. So um, uh, I'll throw them up on uh, this week's show notes and on last week's show notes as well. So you should be able to find that real easily. But basically, with my new float tank, we were uh, for people who. Um, purchased early floats uh we were asking them questions afterwards and uh um i said that i would post that a few of you (laughs) went and kindly let me know that i didn't i didn't post that so i'll I'll put that up there i I don't think it's anything incredibly special um but i will say that the responses we get we got were were really special so um there's there's something to it Hmm. um wow uh i I need to float. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's been very busy. We got the new float tank going and everything. And, uh, even, even with our new Nautilus float tank, we've just been booked up, and I haven't been able to get into my own float tank. I've, I've even gone like, oh, okay, sweet. There's a 6 o'clock float. I'll jump in there. But I don't book myself, um, and then somebody else takes my spot, which I'm happy for because I own <laughs> the business and its income, and somebody's experiencing a float. That's great. But um, I haven't floated yeah. in a couple of weeks now, and I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm
2: yeah. a, little,
1: a little dry today, a little kind of sandpapery.
0: It's, I suppose of all the problems to have, that's a pretty good, issue, uh, pretty good uh, problem right. to have, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's that, huh? Mm. Do you guys ever have that <laughs> problem of just like finding a time to get into your own tanks?
0: Yes. Set, uh... Yes. And I, actually, it's been two weeks since I floated, and I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling. Yeah. Same thing. I don't put myself on the schedule. It's my own fault.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Same, same with me. And when I do float, it's always the weirdest times if it's one in the morning or, you know, (laughs) before we open or it's, yeah, it's hard to schedule that time, you know, and take it for someone else, especially like I feel for us, we only have the two tanks. So, um, with the third one, I feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to be able to, you know, get my time in there a little more. So that's
1: funny. Um, That's how I'm feeling with the fourth float tank. I'm like with three, I can't, I can't (laughs) schedule, but with four, I'll be able to We'll see. Let's talk again in six months. <laughs> Let's see what that's like. Oh man! But but I will say I took the weekend off. Um, and Amy, I know you did this too. I'll, I'll let you tell your story. I did. But I was yeah. able to just completely let go of work for the weekend which is rare I usually still jump into email and do a few things and um, run a couple errands for the shop that kind of thing Um, and I really just got to spend family time with with, um, Sandra's family with Sandra herself and uh, with friends and it was so good but there's a problem when I do that and it's the same reason this show exists is that like I feel like uh, this is similar to like if you flex your muscles you're constraining your blood your blood can't get into the muscles when they're flexed and so once you relax once you relax then the blood flow rushes in there and and it's flowing and i think your brain is the same way when you're flex- you got to work your brain out just like a muscle you have to use it and the different aspects that you use those get stronger emotionally academically all this stuff it's it's all feels very similar to me at least that's that's my point of view well, when I stop thinking about work and I start playing, the blood just starts flowing through my brain and I start getting ideas and I start getting inspired for businessy things and it's so dangerous <laughs> cuz that's when I really start brainstorming and taking notes down and thinking about uh future projects. So, I had a big weekend of chillaxing and going oh god, there's 202017 is gonna be intense. So um, and kind, somewhat famously, at least between the three of us, uh, on my honeymoon with Sandra is when I I couldn't stop thinking about the idea of this show, and that's what I emailed you guys and asked you guys to be on. <laughs> so, give me downtime and it's happen. it's that's dangerous. Right. Yeah, it yeah totally good things. Yeah. Nice. Um, so hopefully I'll talk about that those ideas. <laughs> ideas, ideas are easy. Inspirations, a little more difficult and then implementing actual making reality things. That's,
0: implementation.
1: that's the trick. Um, so, oh, I wanted to share one of the thing before we actually, actually I want to share two things. Uh, one is um, so the Nautilus room is open and we haven't officially announced it and we haven't put it up for online scheduling yet um, because there are a few things I want to do. Um, the, basically we've got shampoo conditioner bottles on the floor with the wall mount thing hadn't shown up yet i installed that today i still want to put up a a rack so you can hang up your clothes that kind of thing and just make it a little bit more posh before we say this is the the official deal um, so whenever somebody calls we let them know you know it's still in progress you know it's great float still a few kinks um with that being said I, uh, so there's two parts. One is one is that. The other part is I don't work at the float shop very much anymore. Um, but when I do, I have had a more and more difficult time disconnecting from the managerial things and the other things that are on my mind to manage the float shop. And even, you know, thinking about the podcast, all, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about these kind of like more overhead things uh more more macro than micro and um so i become a worse and worse employee which means that um i didn't give somebody a towel in their float room so they used a small hand <laughs> towel to dry themselves which is horrible and i mean yeah it's it's funny now but as you guys know like your customer in yeah. the moment is yeah. the number one most important thing yeah. if you f those things up man it, ah, it sucks <laughs> yeah But there's only one way to make it worse, which is Float On is closed right now. And we're floating their members and their employees and their volunteers at the float shop. And uh, we worked out some kind of a deal. I I honestly don't know what it is because they worked it out with Sandra. But (laughs) needless to say, customer, I'm there. There's a Float On. I don't know if it's an employee or a member. I can't remember who's hearing all this of, there wasn't a towel in there and there wasn't a coat rack or this, that, or the other, or the light kept turning on. I'm having an issue with the sensor light turning on. I need to jump into Float Tank Facilitators because I know there's a big discussion on that. So I've I've switched to just a lamp turning on and off. Um, By the way, Float Float Tank Facilitators is a Facebook group, and I encourage everybody listening to join that. Um, But, uh, you know, just as much as it sucks to have a customer going through this, then, you know... I I use the word competition in quotation marks, but just, like, just even anybody you respect, you know, uh, in the business world, uh, getting that's going right back to them. And and it probably won't even, you know, but in the moment it's just like, ugh, just just a stake in my heart, just right in my ego, not even in my heart, right into my ego.
2: So
1: I just hated that. Um, And then the next day I was fine with it, but I was sure to take note of that, of, like, oh, I got to talk about that for the show because that just sucks. (laughs) Um, and the only other thing Uh, I I wanted to share was something that goes wrong with a lot of people's, uh, float tanks at some time or another, which is, uh, my infinity tank pump died. Um, and I, have had Mm -hmm. my Flotarium pump die a thousand times and, and we have fixes for that. Um, but that's a standard pump. The, Mm -hmm. uh, infinity float tank uses a mag drive pump and, um, I've, I've never had a mag drive pump stop working on me and i knew it was getting power it would hum but it wasn't able to turn and you don't want to keep trying that or else it's either going to switch the breaker or blow out your your pump it'll overheat it so um i did the standard things i i poured uh hot water in there and um to to melt any any crystals in there which i have seen crystals i've, I've actually moved a pump and taken a look at it and it makes these beautiful crystals in there but it means your pump mm-hmm. won't turn but I don't think mm-hmm. that's the case with a mag drive. I'm am assuming. I'm I'm not sure. I suppose it could still be an issue. Um, there was no hair in there or anything like that. And um, my contractor showed up and and we were going to work on moving my washer and dryer out of our business to to a building next door. And I just happened to mention that um, you know I'm feeling a little funky today. And and you know part of it is that this pump isn't working. And he's like, Yeah, hey, let me take a look at it. And I'm like. Marty, I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, what is he going to do? Do they hit it with a wrench and, and pray to the float gods? I, I don't know. And then as he's walking up the stairs to the float tank, I went, oh, my God, his regular job is working on uh, propellers for submarines and ships. And I went, oh, my God, of course this is the right guy to be taking a look at this. And it was a real simple fix. He found it immediately. It's a two-part... Uh, pump um there, there's a, a moving part separating the motor from the impeller or propeller and it was it had just crystallized over so he broke that up i poured some boiling water on it melted the rest and uh, we got it going right away so um that was a e- easy fix and thank you marty i'm gonna show his nice. i'm gonna throw up his picture on there too because <laughs> he was he was pretty happy to help me out with <laughs> such a little thing for him, but such a big thing for me. It, it had changed my whole outlook on the whole day. it, it was It was rough <laughs> for me. <sighs> oh, but awesome. enough about me. Amy, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right, actually.
0: Yeah. you know, I actually got back to Nashville just about an hour before we started. I was down From in New Orleans this past weekend, Orleans, resting nice. my brain as well and killing a few brain cells. Yeah, right. Um, for for Mark, who's my business partner, for his his <clears> hwangap, <throat> which is <clears throat> I'm sorry, um, his it's, yeah <laughs> Hwan-gwa. Hwan-gwa. Sorry, I said that word wrong myself. Um, yeah, it's it's so it's Korean. So well, mm. a lot of people when they meet Mark don't realize oh he's right. Korean because he doesn't look Korean at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, but he was born and raised in Seoul Korea, along with his family uh-huh. and there's tradition where in, in the old days, uh, when longevity wasn 't as as high as it is now, hmm. um, the family would get together when they turned sixty years old, and at that point he would retire and go to live with his eldest son, and the eldest son would take care of him and and he would you know have a nice whatever time he had left in life he 'd you know enjoy it. Um, now, of course, these days uh, healthcare has changed and longevity has changed. <laughs> so, when you turn sixty now, the family usually throws a big hwangap dinner, which is all Korean food. Which we're going to do that with his family this weekend. Some of them are, are flying in from all over. Wow, cool! And wow. Uh, the American way that they celebrate American hwangap, hwang. Goodness gracious! I'm even having a rough time tonight. <laughs> Those uh, New Orleans uh, drinks are pretty strong. Hwangap. <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> Uh, is by usually you travel. Um, so we took Mark uh, to Florida. Of course, I, I told I talked last week about my trip to Florida, um, but then we also took him. That was more of a working trip, but this trip was purely for pleasure. He'd never really got to spend time in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So we spent three days. I didn't take my mm-hmm. laptop, kept my nice. phone turned off. I didn't check my email. Um, <sighs> it was, and that was hard. That was really hard to resist that, uh, looking at the phone. But um, mm-hmm. it helps uh, the beverages on on uh, Bourbon Street help quite a bit. Uh, yeah, you were in the right place you. to be distracted. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so um, while you were allowing blood to flow into your brain, <laughs> I was killing brain cells. Sure. And um, I'm back today, but I'm still a little, a little slow.
2: <laughs> we had a good
0: time though, and I'm hoping that that rest. Yeah. Uh, okay, I take that back. We did not rest <laughs> much. I'm hoping that that time where I'm not focusing on yeah. work when my yeah. brain was occupied doing other things
1: mm-hmm.
0: will leave me feeling a little bit more revived and refreshed this week. Yeah. So so that was uh, exciting. I didn't. I wasn't at work much. Um, but if I can take a moment to bring this up. While I was at work, when I got back from Florida, I was at work for two days at the center. Mm-hmm. And I had a lovely phone call uh, from Russ on uh, inflotation Philly. And he had, if you didn't listen to the show last week, I uh, unfortunately went through a very harrowing six hours. with my, my father, who is waiting for a liver transplant, we thought he got one. We got him to the transplant center after a very, very difficult um, search for a plane on Good Friday. Uh, and then the, the liver was not viable. So I got a lovely call, a very encouraging call from Russ. And I just want to say thank you, Russ, for sharing your story and for uh, making me feel a little bit better that day, that would, that meant a lot, and mm-hmm. I am extraordinarily grateful. And once again, it goes back to how great our community is. But I got <laughs> such a lovely, lovely note, and I'm I'm very, very grateful. Oh, thank look, you, I'm Russ. getting all teary-eyed again, darn it, <laughs> darn it, Russ.
1: Damn this community! <laughs> so, damn it.
0: You. Yeah, seriously, they're all too damn nice.
1: Let's up with that? Um, Don't get on- mean on that note if i could just segue a little bit of uh we talked about greg griffin and just the just everything he's gone through (laughs) and uh we we called him out to leave a speak pipe for the show and i I know he hasn't left one yet but i think he is is planning on leaving one so we can look forward to that (laughs) next week and just hear his his harrowing tale of of creating a float center he's he's playing homage to the float gods yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go out and do a, a dance of the float gods for him. I don't know if it'll help any, but <laughs> at this point, we it should all—it can't hurt anything. That's
1: great. But but he's opening. He's actually shoot. Um, he might be open as On of the Sunday? recording. Actually, it was. Oh oh. Really? Oh sorry. What what was
0: that? Oh, I thought I read it was next Sunday, but I could oh. You know, it's been a few days since I've been in town, so it could have been last Sunday. Hey, either I'm still way, trying to catch up, Greg. Sorry, it, it's
1: it's happening. It's happening. I, I think you're right, though, Amy. I uh, mean, while we're giving shout-outs to people opening, uh, think tank, uh, congratulations on on your opening as well. So, uh, wahoo! Yeah, and if anybody's about to open up or anything, we'd love to give you a shout-out and uh, hear hear your tales of, of opening your business. Um, Lance, welcome back. Hello. How you feeling, man? Oh, it man? feels
2: so darn good
1: oh man yeah. <laughs> we were barely riding by on the powers of your sweater from two weeks ago we managed
2: must have been chilly without me there <laughs> <laughs> That's i feel like i'm just wearing the same sweater all the time now i sort of just gave up and just you just can see my dirty sweater self i am now you is, know?
1: is that a new i was actually before it's, the show i was asking amy is that a
2: new sweater is that old i don't know no no it's it's old Okay. It's old. Oh, to us. It's been a
0: while since we've seen it.
2: Yeah, it's been. It may may have been a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. This is a colorful one. Okay. I like makes it. That's me. I do. It, yeah. Me, it's
1: it's a it's a standard. It's a gold standard, I think, for sweaters. But I, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, pure classic. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, 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 it's classy, it's casual, but it still says I like to party, you know?
1: <laughs> it's assertive without being pushy, yeah. and I, I like yeah, that, I, like, I respect still that. still run
2: a float yeah. center in it, you know, <laughs> it's good. That's,
0: That might be hard for people to understand. You might want to take that, make sure you take your selfie, Lance, so we can put that up so people understand the whole balance between classy and yet you're ready to party. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So, I yeah,
1: want
0: them to it, understand that vibe. I feel like you're
1: wearing a mullet. It's great. It's professional, <laughs> yet
2: yeah, you're down to party, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Except all I can grow is a scullet.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hence the sweater. Hence the sweater. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, it feels so good to be back. Cool. Um, I was struck with some unexpected food poisoning from some burritos. <laughs> I decided to munch down, and uh, yeah, that hit me hard. That was a a complete evacuation. I've never done ayahuasca, but I imagine this is very similar to what happens. I purged out of. Yeah, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. But uh, I was as
1: I, someone who has done ayahuasca. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think my experience was anything near what I heard your experience was. <laughs> Yours was brutal. Absolutely yeah, So, brutal.
2: Um, I was out, and um, I've come to see, in the world that I'm in now of business and work and all this, uh, when you miss a few days. Um, that has, that catches up with you. Uh, missing sure. one day is one thing, but when you miss three days, unexpectedly, it's different when it's planned or, you know, you, you, you need to take some time away. But that sort of hit me in the middle of a workload. And, mm. you know, I got to give a thank you to Matthew again because mm. he picked up my slack, especially for our Maintenance Monday, and it all fell on his shoulders. And, you know, I didn't respond to emails for three days, and I missed the podcast. And, yeah, it's it was a week of catching up, but... I'm back here this week and we had a busy week at the shack. We're still hammering off the last minute construction and things like that for uh our other float room that you know, it's still coming along so close. Um, but
1: uh, uh do you have an yeah. ETA for that?
2: Uh hopefully this week, hopefully oh, Monday, wow. next cool. Monday. Sweet. It's just it's we uh you know briefly about this, but we have another project on the go which mm-hmm has sort of took um priority over mm. everything that we're doing so um for a lot of people building another float room would be number one but for us that's actually <laughs> pushed to number two so um, a lot on our plate right now it's, it's all having to balance it and still move forward so
1: hardest working man in the float <laughs> biz yep
2: uh that's a lie i just trying
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better lance uh, thank you it, it's good thank to see you. you looking so good um I uh you were talking about your sweater, speaking of looking good. Um I was curious about uh dress codes. Do you guys have a dress code? Is,
2: uh... Um no. No we don't have a dress code. Uh, you have to wear clothing. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> that's uh that's, good. Yeah, that's as far as we're at. So.
1: <laughs> Amy, do you do you guys have a dress code?
0: Um, our dress code is pretty much. Um, we, we do hand out T-shirts at say "Float Nashville." They are sure. not required to wear them, and uh, <laughs> all we ask is you know whatever you know if they wear like a skirt or a kilt or something that when they <laughs> bend over to clean the tank, ah! wow, we don't get a show. Uh, other than that, really, uh, we're we, we really don't have any.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. So if
2: it, uh, has there been problems in the past with kilts and cleaning with you? Or? Uh, no, no. But,
0: you know, one thing I've learned from being in business for a while is you try to head off as much right. as you can at a time. Because, Thank goodness Amy has yeah. a great
1: imagination. Thank goodness. <laughs>
0: because, uh, yeah, I, I've just, I've seen things in this life. I'm old. Oh, than wow. Oh, boy. So you just try to head off what you can.
1: Well, <laughs> then. uh <laughs> So if if you have an employee wearing a T-shirt, you don't mind.
0: Oh, all my employees—that's uh, mostly what everybody wears okay. at my shop. At T-shirt of some sort.
1: Okay. Um,
0: yeah, we're what? pretty we're pretty laid back about that stuff. Okay. But what but about? we are thinking about that for the next place, uh, uh-huh. where it, whenever it may be, should we change that or not? So uh,
1: just curious. That'd be an
0: interesting topic. What
2: yeah, about, maybe we should. What get about into float them. shop?
1: Float shoppy. Um, we have a unofficial dress code i suppose and i think we need to hammer it down a little bit um everyone's like I, I would tell employees in the beginning of opening but i don't think it made it to the manual like don't wear hats um uh well at the front desk i don't think that looks very professional mm-hmm. i think if you're wearing a float shop t-shirt that's awesome but if you're wearing just like a regular t-shirt and it says volcom or something like that on it um not super professional but then if it's a like a v-neck i think looks a little bit more professional and for some reason i'm okay with that and so it also gets weird like and like girls have a thousand billion options of clothes to wear and so it's like i don't even know how to approach creating guidelines for that um but it seems yeah. like guys can pretty easily fall into a like kind of like i don't know just a clothing gutter and it's like nah, come on man you you got to represent a little bit better than that
2: yeah yeah, I think it sounds like you definitely need to write that down and have that in writing because, yeah. you know, some of that sounds like uh, sort of per- perception almost because I don't think I would look very good in a V-neck. Maybe you would, but I got uh, – yeah. I'm just not V-neck material. And, and you that's, know, so. I think,
1: why it hasn't made it to the manual is because I'll sometimes wear – technically, it's a T-shirt, but it's like – I don't know. It's a nice shirt. I, I don't know. It's like a – not a dress shirt. It's not button-up, but it's it's nice, and I'll wear that. Um but then I can't say, hey, you can't wear a T-shirt, but it has to be nice. You know, I, I don't know how to how to approach that. Um, mm. I think I just need to clause that as the owner, I can do whatever I want. I can just be the eccentric <laughs> owner and dress like a maniac, and that just adds to the value of the business, of, of visiting. Does that sound <laughs> right? Mm. You guys aren't. Nah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, <laughs> you know, we actually do, in our handbook, we do have a whole section covering it, oh. but it's still pretty
1: vague. Okay.
0: Um I don't have it pulled up because I, I wasn't expecting yeah, this, you but don't need to I now. think it's a great topic. I think something does need to be set from the beginning, and uh, like I always tell our employees, the handbook, or our team, our, our handbook is a living document, <laughs> and it is it, it may be up for changes as we discover things that just don't seem to gel with, with who we are or what we do.
2: So, a little off-topic from, sure. from clothing, I guess. It's not but like us. Do, do you have any employees that smoke? And how do you deal with employees that smoke before handling clients, especially after a float? Wow! Like, um, you know, because
1: I I don't have uh, an answer. I don't know of an employee that smokes, so I don't have an answer. Okay.
0: So my business partner is a smoker. <laughs> yeah. He is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> like a chimney. Uh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we we go. We go back and forth on this, um, and I know he listens to this, so Mark, go ahead and... uh,
1: Leave a speak pipe, Mark. And leave a a speak pipe. That's exactly what I was going to say. Mark, you do need
0: to do that. Um, He always goes out. So we turn on the music, and we say there's going to be about... We know there's going to be about 15 minutes before people start coming out. He turns on the music, goes out and smokes, um, hangs out there for a little bit, comes back in, I don't know what he, I don't know because he's outside, he's kind of airing out. He really doesn't smell <laughs> like smoke too bad. I don't know what happens out there. Um, he, he does do all the intakes. He brushes his teeth constantly just because he's very paranoid about, um, you know, having that smoker's breath. Yeah. And, you know, his, he uses mints. So he does deal with it that way. And then as soon as people are in the tanks, he's back out there smoking again. <laughs> uh, so we sometimes have a little bit of contention with this.
1: Uh, I can't imagine but, why. Uh,
0: yeah, we don't have any rules other than he's not allowed to smoke right outside the front door. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I wish he would go out the back door, but he he actually hangs out. There's a, a space in between our uh, – underneath there's, – there's stairs. That, so there's outdoor stairs uh, that go to the, outdoor, uh, the upstairs offices, and he smokes back in there. So he's just not allowed to be up in front of the door smoking is all <laughs> I ever ask. Do you deal with this, Lance? Is it something no, that's
2: come up for you? I don't deal with it, but we do have, um, we'll say, employees that do smoke. And um, I know after a float, I feel like I'm hypersensitive to everything. Mm. And I used to smoke years back, and now not smoking, I, I feel like I can smell smoke anywhere, like mm. especially on someone's breath. Mm. And I just don't want to ever have a client come out of their, you know, amazing float experience, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, come out interacting to two feet away from someone's you know cigarette breath I, I don't know i guess i haven't had to deal with it yet but i haven't been that client you know two feet away from an employee that just smoked so um,
0: interesting point point. and i will say that when mark and i are there together which is getting rarer and rarer but he does he goes in and deals with the tanks and i always deal with the clients when they come mm. out so they're usually mm. dealing with me um but in the past you have said
1: you love he loves talking with customers like that's his gig
0: yeah if they're hanging out in the lobby afterwards (laughs) when he's done with the tanks he's sitting right down and having a chat this is this is true
2: and you know there may not be an issue especially if he's someone that brushes his teeth all the time um and there's you know there's gum there's mints there's mouthwash there's lots of things to do it's just i didn't know if somebody had etiquette like if you're going to smoke make sure it's you know, a half an hour before you interact with the client or 20 minutes before. But, you know, just something I thought I'd discuss and yeah. and see what I everyone else is doing. Should get yeah, I down. think it's
0: a good thing. Um, and that's something, too, we might have to add to the handbook for future. I might want to set. I think setting rules, like, I don't even like where he smokes now. I know he's going to hear this and I'm so going to hear about this later. But, you know, for future, as we move on to other things, it might not be a bad thing to put in the handbook in case we do have someone else that I can specify that's fine if you smoke. But like Lance said, setting that certain time in between smoking, interacting with clients, and also smoking out the back door. So there's not. Mm-hmm. Because that smell lingers. I smell. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not I just breath. Like it, it drives me nuts. It,
1: it clings on you. And, and we'll yeah. have uh, customers come up. And you can tell that they smoke like a chimney. It's not mm-hmm. just like a single cigarette. And it's like, woof. that's around for a little bit. So, uh yeah, that's your that's your employee or your business partner doing that. That's that's an impact on the client experience. Yeah. And that strikes a nerve with me. i
0: mm-hmm. I'm with you. And once again, these are things that if you have a handbook, if even if you don't have someone who smokes now, if you ah, get it in right. there, yeah. then you're just <clears throat> cutting off any future no. future mm-hmm. issues. You... So just because you don't have it doesn't mean you don't have to think about it. You can't
1: <laughs> hire somebody based on smoking or not, no. can you? Like, no. that seems illegal. No. no. Now, can you can you say that you can't smoke on shift? I you, don't know. Because on you, their break time, they can do whatever can. they want, right?
0: Um. Well, you can set rules as far as well. You can't smoke within so many feet sure. of
1: one mile the office.
2: <laughs> yeah, one mile. <laughs> I mean, um, I, and I wonder,
1: like, you can have like yeah. odor things. I wonder if, like, you know, you can't have body odor. You can't smell like cigarette smoke. I wonder if that's a thing.
0: You know. Hey, I'm going to actually take that back. I know in Pennsylvania there's a hospital, uh, I guess a chain, uh, but a hospital group called Geisinger. And from what I understand, they have actually, they will not hire anybody who smokes. Interesting. And if you smoke, while they went through this phase where if you were a smoker, if you did not quit smoking, they Mm -hmm. were going to fire you. Mm -hmm. So there must be some sort of, I don't know this, so...
1: (sighs) Yeah, this Knowing is that. this is some touchy ground, some discrimination yeah. stuff, and
2: yeah, I yeah, don't know. For sure. I'm totally not, like, if you want to smoke, all the power to you, but I just don't want the precious float experience to be hindered by, you know, something you choose to do. You know? Right, yeah. Know. So.
1: Yeah, I think it's all coming from no, the right place, you know, and that's I'm, what spawns to the discussion.
2: I'm paying your wage. I will hire you <laughs> as a smoker, but you will not smoke on the time i am paying you if you're on a break if you're on your free time you can smoke i'm not going to set that rule because i like to have a fun comfortable environment that people like to come to i'm a cool guy Um, guys yeah yeah, smoke (laughs) man it's okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah it's it's definitely something i think it's it's good to uh Mm -hmm. sort of pinch ahead of time before it Mm -hmm. sort of erupts and you do hire some employees that are i don't know
0: yeah. Actually, I just realized my manager smokes as well. It just <laughs> occurred to me. Um, but she's been vaping, and, and that uh, doesn't yeah. seem to leave the, the same smell. I guess that's why I didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good thing to think about ahead of time just to set those ground rules and make sure that you are giving the best experience that you can. That's a great thing to bring up.
1: The, the vaping seems to be very different scent wise. Like I know people have an emotional yeah. charge because it's still like smoking, but as far as just mm-hmm. like my sensory part, a it usually smells good and then disappears yeah. so quickly. Um, I don't mind it. I I actually have a much stronger reaction to some people's perfumes and colognes, where they'll be extremely strong and sometimes I'll have an allergic reaction to it far more than I would. Uh, uh, what is it? e pen or vape? What do you? What's it called? Mm-hmm the vape, vape. it's a vape yeah. bro sorry still catching up give it times I'm behind the times I tell you <laughs> um was there something else you wanted to say about that Lance
2: uh I just want to give a shout out to my employee that vapes and say vape life because I'm constantly giving her a hard time about that too so. vape life that's our new vape life yeah. yeah Danielle she'll laugh about that but um uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing actually. We did have issues with vaping as well because the vaping would happen somewhat um say by windows or say where a draft uh, inside yeah. and then you constantly smell berry bubbleicious <laughs> or you know this this whatever vape juice they have and it's a distinct smell. It still smells like uh, to me it's it just smells like Young punks, you like an, <laughs> as bad you as that sounds. A ten year
1: old? Is that what's happening? Uh,
2: <laughs> no, no, she's <laughs> she's eighteen, man.
1: It's, I feel like I'm going to the dentist as a kid.
2: <laughs> hey, those vape flavors—they're making everything. Like, they, they make chicken everything. and waffles, and Captain Crunch, and Fruit Loops, and whatever you want. Uh, man.
1: That's not the only thing they're vaping. If they the float tank, you know. Epsom salt. Oh, my favorite. All vape. right, no. I want to get to the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh. This is the software episode. This is the software episode. So yeah. we again we broke it down into some really general subjects here, but uh and, and there's gonna be crossover and some repeats here, but um <laughs> let's let's get into the a real real basic idea which is storage. You you probably are going to need to store things. Um, Dropbox is probably the the most obvious thing to store files. Um, that's going to be super convenient for doing work at home, doing work in your business, and like having if you are working on logos, anything where it's a I don't know any any kind of file besides like print or, or numbers. You know anything anything beside Word or um, Excel, it's it can go into Dropbox, and that's super convenient. Uh, We also sync our uh, electronic waivers up to Dropbox. Uh, Do you guys use Dropbox for any reasons in your studios?
0: I'm a Dropbox Dropbox user. Mm -hmm. Uh, We keep all of our basic photos, all of our originals of intake forms, of any kind of forms that we use. Everything is up there and organized so that no matter where we're at, um, we have access to the basic things that we need to work. The only... Rough thing about that is oftentimes if we change the waiver, we make changes to our basic forms. Uh-huh. Sometimes they don't make it up to Dropbox, and then suddenly it's like, wait a second, this is an old form. Why are we still using this? That's funny. Uh, but it's been so convenient and makes working from my office or away from or offsite from Float Nashville it makes everything mm. so much easier. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Google Drive. I have a tendency to fill up because <laughs> um, I have a lot of crap. I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, But Dropbox has been a dream. I haven't run out of space yet, and I've tried really hard.
1: Uh, Sandra's been the one who's really pushed the Dropbox on me, where I'm like, "Ah, I just save it on my computer. But then, oh shoot, is it on my home computer, or is it the work computer? And then then it just becomes a hassle. So Dropbox is super nice for that. Yeah. Lance, do you use... And, and, oh,
0: sorry, Amy. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was going to say, we also use Google Drive. We use that for a totally different thing, and that's uh-huh. whenever we have meetings, Uh huh. we use it to keep track of notes yes. and that sort of thing where everybody can access it. Yep. But that's we just use documents. It's real light on
1: that. So. Uh, Lance, do yeah. you use Dropbox?
2: No, 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 no. We used to use Dropbox. Um, when we first got in this little business game, we uh, started off with Dropbox, <laughs> and then... Uh, i don't know i just found it confusing it would like yeah it runs it runs right. that that application that's constantly running on your computer that's uh-huh. taking up like 30 megs of ram, RAM that does yeah. not need to be constantly using my computer um i didn't like it so we switched we dropped everything off dropbox and moved it to google drives um, okay. google drives seems to work really well for me run the podcast off there run the collective off here Run all my personal stuff so um yeah i haven't filled it up yet um we keep uh no big files like it's the video and audio and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that really hogs it most of it if it's just small photos or um, documents it doesn't take us much room for us and it is cheap to upgrade i think it's I don't know the prices but it's not that much if you do need more space as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, Google Drive is huge for our business. I mean, we have so many Excel spreadsheets or whatever they call it in uh Google Drive and so many documents, Word documents that it's it's bananas but they take up no space whatsoever. So it doesn't even matter. You can share with anybody you want to. They can edit Amy, like you said, when we have a meeting, we have somebody who takes all the notes, and um, anybody who didn't make the meeting can reference that. We can reference it before the next meeting, all of that stuff. So that that's been really nice. Um, also, as we talked about manuals earlier, about like dress code, um, that would be in the employee manual, which is on Google Drive. So that's something that can be updated live, uh, which is really cool. And we just any employee, if if there's a change that they're aware of, they can just go in there and edit edit away that's
2: great um i do and want to <clears throat> oh, sorry okay I, I just want to say i do want to give a warning out to people who that are using cloud storage where you have to be careful what you are putting on there because you are putting you don't want to be putting critical information out there on mm-hmm. the internet because your password could be one step away to if you have your entire business on your dropbox and yep. they get that password well thanks i have a business plan i have this you know it's it could be everything your credit cards whatever you some people store so just be careful with that change your passwords frequently use complicated passwords if you're going to be using some type of cloud storage that's an excellent point
0: it is and we do not store financial information up on there that is one thing we're careful about that so that is advice. so smart to bring up yep
1: and that's one like,
2: thing oh. client client information too yeah. um you know if if something were ever to happen and you did have client information get out, somehow that could come back to you um, oh absolutely, yeah, you know, so just do be careful
1: um and and um I was actually just talking about this with uh, a buddy earlier this week, but um we were curious if Dropbox is HIPAA compliant, and we thought that it was, but are you do you guys know Because no I know they that. have been hacked in the past.
0: Yeah, not that I'm aware of. There are so many rules for HIPAA compliance. Um, I I am pretty sure they are not.
2: Um, So I was going to say another storage means that we uh, tend to use is we use at our home base or float shack, I I should say, uh, we have a time capsule set up. So every night that is backing up our computer, everything that happens, it backs up to um, the time capsule. Every time my laptop... um, hooks up to the Wi-Fi at the float shack it's backed up to the time capsule and there are also shared folders there so if matthew myself or whoever we can access that time capsule and access the float Shack's computers information so it's sort of our own little secure somewhat cloud-based storage
1: that's um, great yeah you know what geez having a backup even if it's your own personal computer but for your business stuff having a backup is a great idea um, I, since we started the business purchased a, uh, backup hard drive. And so every night mm-hmm. it scans my computer and throws anything new onto that mm-hmm. hard drive. So, um, I'll yep. actually throw a link up to that onto the show notes. That's a really good, that's not software. And I mean, if it is cloud-based, that does exist. Um, mm-hmm. but, it, but hardware is good too. And man, if your computer goes bad and it, it will happen, I mean, it, or it can happen.
2: It's man, a glass it's of water, you know, it's a, a right? water bottle you spill on it. It's, it's, it's a fragile thing. <laughs>
1: And you're not going to predict when that happens. So if you're already prepared, whew, man, that's going to save you. Um, so that's our advice on storage. Uh, the next one is, is a pretty pretty meaty one, um, but uh, project management and communication. Um, this this uh, can kind of blend a little bit. But um, the first one I'm going to mention uh, is Basecamp. And this is a way that you can... Basically, um, have different projects uh, going on with different groups involved in them at any given time, and have an ongoing conversation going on in Basecamp. Um, and uh, we used to use this, and we don't use it anymore, which I'll tell you why in just a second here. But I'm curious if have either of you used Basecamp in the past? I have
0: nope? used it in the far, far past okay. when I was working for a nonprofit. It okay. was quite. Um it was I remember it being very, very expensive at the time, mm. and this was probably oh, maybe ten years ago, and know uh, they'd been around that very long. very difficult to use
1: oh wow <laughs> I remember okay. that
0: much so I, I'm assuming it's changed uh-huh since then's uh, uh, so the, been a while the price wasn't like wasn't
1: crazy. Um, we'll have to put a link up for them to for people to check current pricing um, but it was uh, well for I will say it was easy to use. Um, but it was very isolating. I mean, it was just conversation and project management, um, which is when we switched to using Helm, it just became, we just dropped it immediately. Helm did everything Basecamp did and almost seemed to do it. it, This is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. It seemed like we were getting less, but getting more out of it. And what I mean by that is everything just seems simpler in Helm and it felt more effective than what Basecamp was doing. We're like, Instead of two clicks or jumping through two hoops, everything just was more fluid, and employees just understood it easier. Um, And I guess the fact that it's built right into the other things that you use, it was just, it was, it's nice for us. Um, I know price can be an issue for Helm as well, so I think you just have to do the math on, you know, convenience. Um, And I'm sorry, do either of you use Helm? No, no,
0: actually, I don't. Okay,
1: Um, but. it'll just be a matter of convenience for you of, of, uh, is that worth the, the price of, of entry? Um, and then I guess since we're talking about Helm, um, also, so project management communication, Helm also does, and, and we'll get to this a little bit later, but, um, scheduling for float tanks as well. Um, and we actually didn't have this listed for our software segment, but, um, you can track, um, uh, the different data for your float tanks as well. And, um, track your till. It's kind of like an all-in-one. It's the only software that I know that's actually designed for a float center. Um, And so it's really nice in that sense. So we use it uh, partially. We use it for everything actually except for booking our float tanks Um, because uh, we use... I mean, we have float tanks, we have a therapist, we have acupuncture, massage, a naturopath, and and until recently a yoga studio. So we had all these different things that it just didn't make a lot of sense for us to go over to Helm because it wasn't versatile enough for all of those different mm-hmm. things. And I know they're working on expanding everything that it does, but I mean, really it's it's built from scratch for the float center. Um, yeah. and, and again, the only, I think qualm I would have with Helm and, and we, um, during the last float conference we talked about this during uh, the, the round table. One is, is potentially priced because they do charge per float tank that you have um, and uh, the other was um, uh, uh, turnaround time on updates Um, so they do have a very quick way to contact them about any issues or changes you might want Um, but the turnaround time I think the development team might be smaller or I I don't know necessarily that it's smaller but um, it it does tend to be longer and that's something that we all kind of agreed upon on the in the float conference meeting Mm -hmm. Um, so if if you do like it know that that's probably what you're getting as opposed to it's going to be totally different a month from now and totally different two months from now or totally different ui or something like that
0: yeah and i I actually looked into float helm and there was a lot of a lot of pros uh to it and not many cons Mm -hmm. uh but uh there were a few things that we just felt we couldn't live without but we are checking back pretty frequently because like you said it changes all the time and i really like their uh robust robust report system Mm -hmm. um there, you mentioned their scheduling. You, you said it wasn't as flexible. Is it just for float tanks? Is that the reason you didn't utilize it? Is um, there... At
1: the time, it was just for float tanks. I believe they've expanded it. they um, Gotcha. But I don't know if it's quite versatile enough for everything. I mean, we were even doing room mm-hmm. rentals, and now we've pulled back on a lot of those things. So it actually might be the time for us to switch. Um, yeah. I should also – oh, Sorry.
0: I was going to say, and as far as the price goes, just to, I'll, I'm going to give a little input there. Um, when you think about it, they do have a scheduling, from what I understand, a scheduling system. They do have a pretty robust uh, communication system. When I price those things separately, yes. it's really not a hor it sounds like a horrible, overwhelming <laughs> price. I'll, I'll tell you how much I pay here in a little bit, but okay. it sounds like an overwhelming price. But the reality of it is when you add up everything that you need, um, it's very comparable. And I think we just don't. We see the big number. And we kind of forget yep. about that. So. I,
1: I think that's a really good point. Like even I forgot. Like um, your employees can punch in um, on this as mm-hmm. well, and and punch out. You can do scheduling, set up your schedule inside Helm as well. So it's kind of like an all-in-one app uh, or a piece of software. Or I guess yeah. you know it's online. Um, but yeah. So like if you're thinking about using Basecamp, then that just strikes Basecamp off the list. If you're thinking about using um, scheduling software, that just knock scheduling software off the list and and so once you start taking those price tags off it it um it adds up to a different total than is if you needed to do those things as well it's not just the scheduling software that you're looking at right. and then the other thing to look at is is uh, employees have a difficult time adopting to new software and technologies. And, and I think just as humans, that's just true. And when it's all in one, it's just a lot easier than, okay, this software does this, that software does that. And I'm, I'm learning all these different UIs and how this, that this has a different workflow than this. Um, Helm works Mm -hmm. the same way, you know, it's just all the same. So, um, that's a, I mean, that was a really good point. Um, and that's one more thing to throw on to consider when looking at home. It,
0: it does keep it simple for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and and maybe this is a I, little, oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> no, go ahead. I was going to, I was always going to say is I was just, um, I know that we have found that we have stripped it down to very few things um, because of that, because people right. weren't, it was getting too crazy and people were like, oh, I have too many logins. And it was, it was Right.
1: Tough. Even the logins. Totally. Um So this is a little out of order because Helm is such a robust thing, but back to just the um, project management and communication is Slack. Um, And that's something that we actually use for the show here. um, And similar to Basecamp, although I love the flow a lot better, and and I haven't been on Basecamp for a few years, but um, we have different... Titles for our feeds, so we know if it's specifically about the podcast for this week. We know if it's goofing off. We know if it's for any other any other stuff that we're talking about. We have these different um, subject lines, and and we can send files and links over that. And I I actually keep it live on my phone. I have the app for it. So like some people get Facebook updates. I love getting my Slack updates because <laughs> it's just it's always fun. And I'm not saying you necessarily need that for your work, but I mean, maybe for a time you, you do want that live up to date conversation as, as the owner. So um, they can contact <clears throat> well, you, you immediately.
2: I was just Employees. Say, yeah. We, we've adapted um, ever since we started using Slack um, with the podcast. Yours actually introduced it through um, either you or Brian, our, our producer or mm-hmm. engineer, engineer, whatever we, we call Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, does it all. Yeah. Yeah, we incorporated that at our business for Float Shack just to um, sort of have a place to search everything because we're constantly Ah. talking about all these different things. And then you go back, you're like, oh, did I text you that? Did I email you that? Uh, Facebook, where was it? You can just (laughs) type in the search bar and type um, salt and then everything that you've talked about salt will come up. Um, We can share all our Google Drive files on there so you can communicate and search that in one place. And we've all, we're also using it for the Canadian flow collective too. So I'm running three different teams on one application. Uh, what I like about that is like Dylan said, he's getting the notifications on his phone. So am I, there's also a desktop mm-hmm. application. When the Slack goes off my phone, I usually know that's something to do with floating or not work. I call it work, but the float industry, either yeah. CFC flow check or the podcast, um before we were sort of communicating on facebook and this and that and i never know if my facebook's going off (laughs) if it's personal if it's business or what so i like to have that separation between personal life and business slack is is my work so that that's my work bing
0: that's a good good thing too. And the other thing that we use it for, you mentioned the integration. You can also integrate it with Dropbox, and I keep all of our training videos on Dropbox. Nice. So if I put something new up, I can say, in, I can send it to the entire channel, which is everybody who's in that little group. Uh, I can say, Hey, we have got a new video up here. It is, and they have a link right there. Um, they can watch the video right there. They don't have to go log into Dropbox. So there's, so we're trying to m- keep it to a minimum, minimum as to what all they need to log into, nice. and, and Slack helps us to uh, make that uh, one one less step.
2: Yeah. For sure. And I think what you can do with Slack is almost endless. Um, I haven't searched the depths of it, but I know you can add codes to um, any time someone tags your business on Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram, that will go through Slack. So you're not necessarily having to constantly check all these different social medias mm-hmm. to see where your updates are. It's coming all through your communication platform for that team. So um, lots of exploring to do, lots of cool videos out there to watch, but um, it's a tool I'd recommend, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, I forgot about that, but yeah, uh, our Artful Floating, our Twitter account is hooked up to Slack. So if anybody mentions us uh, at Artful Floating... All three of us are aware. So if, if Amy's ignoring you, she's she's choosing to oh. ignore you. <laughs> it's I'm such a loser. Which is uh which is really cool for your business. Um if we... me
0: ignoring them is really cool. No. Is that what you're
1: saying? Well <laughs> yeah. You're okay. cool. I'm saying you're cool. But oh, no, like yeah. if if it's your float business, yeah. like for it just to show up to your phone like that is, is convenient. Um mm. and, and there are mm. other apps actually Ooh, gosh, I forgot about this one, but um, uh, Hootsuite is a really important one, I guess, uh, as we're... Maybe that's a nice segue, but uh, Hootsuite, and I know I've talked about this before, but this is where you get to... Uh, link your Twitter, your uh, Facebook, and your oh gosh, what's that one? You guys want me on Instagram? Instagram. <laughs> um, and I think three is the maximum before you have to start paying. Oh, which we should um, mention. We should talk about that on Slack as well of payment. But um, basically, it's it's freemium, and so you get um, three accounts. And you know, if you want Google Plus, then you'll have to pay. But Google, Google Plus isn't really... Who's using Google yeah, Plus? Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot of people. So um, basically, you write one message or send one picture, and it goes to your Instagram, it goes to your Twitter, and it goes to your Facebook all in one. And instead of jumping into all three different apps to do this, it, it sends them all at the same time. And even if you have, like, your Twitter set up to go... To automatically post on a Facebook as well, it just formats it better. It it doesn't have these giant Twitter links at the end, and it it sends it in more of like a pure form. So um, I really like Hootsuite. You'll see a lot of our our stuff is sent from Hootsuite.
0: And I might I add, even though it does not include Instagram, we use Buffer, and I've really enjoyed Buffer.
1: Okay, and that's similar to Hootsuite.
0: Which is similar to okay, Hootsuite. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Do you pay for Buffer?
0: I do pay for buffer, and I I paid for Hootsuite okay. uh, as well when we were utilizing that. But it helps. Uh, so for me, paying um, when it comes down to it, it tells you you know helps you figure out the best time to to send out your social media. So there's a lot of other analytics that are involved. Mm. That's really helped us um, streamline our social media, and really has I think been beneficial. Cool. And certainly gets us out there a lot more.
1: Perfect. Yeah.
0: It's worth it, I think.
1: Lance, do you use anything for your social media? Or do you use the Facebook app, the Instagram app, the Twitter app?
2: I'm old school. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I, I do it all separately. Uh-huh. Um, it's sort of time-consuming, but uh-huh. I, I think I've mentioned this in different episodes. I, I like I like how each audience audience on Twitter is different yeah. than Instagram than the audience on Facebook. So I like to sort of tailor that to each. And, um, yeah, I've just uh, never used uh, an app like that.
0: And I have to say on Buffer, we have it all set up differently. Like I fill my, uh, actually Jessica's doing this now, um, but I was filling our Facebook app for Facebook people. Um, I actually filled cool. the, the Twitter group that with very different things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'd overlap, but mm-hmm. it was very rare. Hmm. Um, and that would go out five times a day. And then, oh, interesting. You know, so, so you do have that power. You don't have to send everything out at once, and you don't have to send the same thing. You can, but you don't have to. Yeah, that's cool. have that ability to to streamline and
2: yeah, it's it. definitely something i should explore that's for sure um i'm sure there's there's many more apps out there um yes. but that that sounds very handy just being able to input it in all one place and schedule it in mm-hmm. one place.
1: And and I, I will say oh so Hootsuite I, has those options as well. Not not that we're in a battle here, but just so you know they, <laughs> they do have those options as well. Yeah, yeah, um, but right. but I will say some some cons are one is exactly what Lance said, which is your Instagram audience can be looking for something different than your Facebook audience and your Twitter is definitely different than your Facebook audience as well. And like you said, your Twitter is probably gonna be more throughout the day and your Facebook's going to be a little bit more your business presentation than your than your Twitter personality.
0: Another one that I really enjoy is Edgar. If anybody wants to look into the different options, um, I think Edgar's, it's called Edgar's, the program. That's I like that as well. And, and what is Something it? Something to look into. It, it is a social media program that helps you plan and execute your social media a little more automated um, and it has some really Got great a- analytics that you don't necessarily get in Hootsuite or Buffer.
1: So. You know, one downside is that um, things that come out, e- even when you're like say using the Facebook app, <clears throat> if or excuse, yeah the actual Facebook app or, or app or, or website, if you schedule something and it goes out, it isn't going to reach as many people as if you live post it. And so when you use these scheduling software, you're by definition reducing your potential audience. Um, which I can't stand, but it's a reality.
0: So it's interesting you said that. Um, we are now dealing with a social media company. We're going to have some a social media company do some of our work here um, and help us. Uh, well, their intention was actually to help us get started with the new place. But mm-hmm. uh, they actually were telling us all this as well. And then they started looking at our social media and they're like, Actually, your social media is amazing. People nice. are responding. People nice. are active. And that is something about the float industry. I don't think ah. it's us. Um, I don't think it's like we're fabulous. Mm-hmm. I think the float industry in general is very receptive. They're very responsive. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of that conversation. Huh. And uh, so our social media is above, um, certainly above the norm. And I don't think it's just ours. I, uh-huh. I definitely think it has something to do with the people who are attracted to what we do. Nice. and uh, and our our passionate uh, floaters.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah, and I think you're right. I think I think you're right. There's just a lot of energy around floating right now, and the community itself mm-hmm. is is responsive. I think you're right. Um, this is pretty pretty basic uh, communication stuff, but Gmail. I mean, uh, not only is that great for communicating with with employees and customers, but um, you get you know to end your name with at. Floatshop.com, mm. you know, it's it's nice rather than at gmail.com. You know, Float Nashville at gmail.com is different.
2: Um, that's if you pay for it. Yeah, yes. That's, I was just going <laughs> to say it is paid, that though, part you have but to it's pay inexpensive.
1: For oh, speaking of which, going back to Slack, um, Lance, do you pay any money to Slack? Because for the podcast, no. we don't pay anything, and I'm not sure no. what the point is where you have to start paying. But man, they they give you a lot for for free. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah no, I don't. I don't pay for it.
1: <laughs> um, yep. And uh, of course, Gmail is also going to be integrated with your Google Drive as well. So that kind of all comes together in one one login. Um, I don't know if you guys ever use text messaging, but uh, we have, we use Zip Whip. Zip Whip and uh, that's okay. what we use for um, our LMTs. We reach out to them. And so if anybody wants to schedule a massage, we just, boom, start firing off text messages to get anybody on call if we don't have anybody on staff. Um, We also will talk to our employees that way. Our employees definitely talk to me that way, which I really like. Because even if Sandra is at work, if I get a text from Sandra, I'm expecting a personal text. And so I look at it that way. And if I get a text from the float shop, I know I got to handle something, you know. And and I look at it that way.
2: You do this from your computer? Yeah. Or? So
1: just like, hmm. just like uh, Google Drive, Gmail, Helm, all of that stuff. It's it's just a browser tab, and. Um you know, it costs a few bucks a month and it's, it's relatively cheap, but then you get to text from your computer. And even if we text a client, which we occasionally do, like if we say that, you know, we might have an opening, um, we can text or call you. They're always like, oh, yeah, just send me a text because that's the generation we are now. And that's that's where we're at. So um, we can send them a text and it appears from our phone number, which is really cool. For a couple extra dollars, nice. you could send group texts, which would be awesome. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm cheap. I don't want to spend the money. But it would be great Is if um, it's like, oh, we don't have an LMT for you. Yeah. Boom, just text 20 LMTs. That would be really cool. But, yeah, we just do one at a time. And we give them like a minute of, of time before we send off the next one.
0: So I do have a question. Going back to Gmail real quick, yeah. uh, how many do do <laughs> each of your employees or each of your team have an email? How are you handling that? Because just uh, so that the audience knows, Gmail for every email that you have, it's five dollars a month. Mm. So that if you have ten employees, we're talking, you know, fifty. It can get crazy. You can get fifty dollars a month. How do you how do you all handle that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's a good one uh we got in before they had that price tag it used to be you get 10 emails for free and then it became pay and so we're locked in with that and um we've we've been able to manage it i think sometimes we have employees that don't have emails but eventually they get brought in as as there's turnover um
0: and you don't give them an uh, uh at is it the float yeah yeah it?
1: they do so it's does, like
0: does everybody get a a, well, a, a
1: 10 people shop. do. Um. Yeah. Well, or, or like eight people, that I that think. I lot. mean, there's float at float shop. <laughs> there, I think mm-hmm. there might, might, there used to be a community at float shop for our community space, but we just brought that back into float at float shop. Um, and then, yeah, Dylan at float shop, Sandra at float shop, Emily at float shop, Jen at float shop. Yeah. You get, you get your own email. Um, and, you know, some employees are more, would, would need an email address more than others. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of depending, then you're kind of brought into that. I would probably not pay $5 her head for that um yeah i mean even for for the podcast here i guess this is the first time we've mentioned it but you can now email us info at theartofloating.com. uh i didn't want to spend 15 dollars for each of us to have uh an email address it just didn't make a lot of sense we all have our individual emails in general but if you want to reach the art of floating that's how you can reach us
0: that's kind of how we dealt with it uh, because ours was getting out of hand. We just kind of came to this conclusion a few months ago where it's like does everybody come in need one? Why why are they right. why do they need one? What is the purpose right. of it? And what we came to the to the conclusion or the conclusion we came to was okay, I need one, Mark needs right. one, mm-hmm. and our manager needs uh-huh. one. But what we did is now we just have an info at floatnashville.com and everybody who comes in when an employee comes in or one of our team members come in Everybody logs into info at floatnashville.com so that any we, we direct any kind of questions to that yes. email and then whoever's on staff yeah.
1: and, and they can, can deal just, with
0: it. And it's cut down in costs.
1: They can just put in their own signature and then it's personalized. Yeah. It's great. Um, but, yeah, I think when they're dealing with macro stuff, when they're ge- dealing with managerial stuff or you need to talk about um, just something that you don't want completely public, that's when they should probably have their own email address. But, Lance, yeah, if you just use Slack, that works too. Then it's just – just bypasses that,
2: Because
0: yeah. you can have the private conversations in slack as well,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, no, none of our employees need an email, um we're doing all the managerial stuff right now, so Matthew has one, I have one, and then we have contact at the dot com that is you know same thing that Amy just said, you know we've had that since day one, so mhm-.
1: Um now on to a, a really big one and probably one that's super important for everybody, which is scheduling. Everybody running a float center needs to have scheduling. You gotta have online scheduling. Um and obviously we we talked about Helm. I don't know that I have anything more to add to that. Um and uh and we don't use it for our scheduling. So uh for me it's it's all about mind body online. Do either of you use mind body?
0: Uh I do not.
2: Lancy? I do. How, what do you think about it? I think it's been great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much for complaints for it. There's a couple little things that, you know, I wish there was a button here. I wish mm. it said a little star that told you who 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 was visiting their first time or little things. But other than that, um, it's been really good for us. We've been able to tailor it to work well for what we're doing. The um, uh, customer service, um, I call 1-800 number and I'm talking to an agent yeah. within like three minutes Yeah, and if I have any troubles they're right there with me to fix it so um it was a pain it took us probably like two months to actually set up wow. and uh, there's a lot of resistance and I think during your initial setup it um it often comes down to who the agent you're speaking with is oh, if they're if they're really experienced with the the software setup hmm. Um, you can have an awesome system, but if you have someone that doesn't understand what you want or isn't very good with their job, uh, it could be a pain to set up. Hmm. Um, but once it's set up, it's it's, uh, it's not very hard to run at all. It's You have your setting venues and where you book and, right. and client stuff. It's...
1: Uh, that's funny that i, I forgot to uh, note that myself but that's something everybody brings up with mind body is it is a beast set up um, oh yeah and, and that'll take a long time and a lot of conversations um mm-hmm. but in my opinion it's worth everything afterwards a- everything afterwards everything flows quite smoothly um yeah i would say the customer service is awesome i'm glad you mentioned that because i I didn't think of that either but yeah you pick up the phone you call and you've got somebody there who's going to find out the answers for you and and usually just understands the software well enough that that will figure it out for you which is awesome and they're nice i like them (laughs) (laughs) um but uh one thing i don't like is that you can't say like float tank one or two or whatever it's it's um what is it like
2: you 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 actually can do it. Um, it comes up as therapist, therapist, but there's actually inside one of the settings menus, there's a place where you can take any word in the system. So if the Whoa. word, we'll say the word therapist comes up, yeah. um, it's it's a code almost. So uh-huh. if the word therapist comes up, it says anytime the word therapist comes up, replace it with float tank. Whoa. It's just time consuming and you have to go through there's a long list of every single word that appears in the software. Sure. So you have to scroll through that list and find that exact same therapist code or whatever. Right. And then change that. But like I said, MindBody is a, is a beast of a system and the options are unlimited. It's just, do you know how to navigate to change that? Yeah, and does okay. a person on your phone understand what you're trying to say to navigate that? Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you you that's can change awesome. any I would, of those words. I would words. love
1: to change that. I I really, uh, as much as I think floating can be a therapy, I I don't want my float tanks to be known as therapists. So I, mm-hmm. it's just a little weird for the clients to to see that. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, too bad it's so sounds very outlier and potentially difficult to get a hold on, but. Who knows, maybe they'll get twenty calls after the show comes out and everybody will well, become an expert quickly.
2: If if we really want to, I just call the one eight hundred number, right. say, Hey, um on my scheduling box it comes up as therapist, can you please help me find that word? And I want to change that to float tank. Nice. They'll say, All right let me help you and they'll guide you through it or they'll do it for you.
1: Oh, I was going to say, yeah, they can. They have done things for me. But another thing I really like is they'll usually have me do it myself. Um, I'll be like, Mm -hmm. hey, I want this changed or whatever. And instead of them just flipping the switches, they walk me through it. And then I know how to do it, which as I noticed uh, the first time they were doing that to me, I was like, I'm kind of used to calling in and having somebody flip a switch for me. I was kind of like, meh. But then I it, it clicked what was happening, and I actually really like that. They're they're clearly trying to educate you when, when you're calling in, too. Um, but, Lance, you also, you go one above what I do. Um, I mean, there's MindBody, and then there's HealCode, and you use HealCode on top of MindBody.
2: Yeah, HealCode heel code is a widget or a third-party application that connects to MindBody. Um, so what that has allowed us to do is... Um, so on our website uh, when we'd have our mind body scheduling application open it wasn't very user friendly it was somewhat ugly it would be a blotchy um schedule yeah and right. we'd get a lot of people that would call and they'd be like no I tried to book online but it wouldn't work right <laughs> what happened oh this would come up and you can tell there's not a problem with the software it they just don't it's it's difficult to navigate and they get frustrated, so they pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. So we added this widget called Heal Code. Um, it's about $55 a month, I believe. And that changes the menu um, on our website for online booking. So it just makes it a lot more user-friendly for the website. But we also get a mobile app with that. Mm. So the mobile app is actually called Float Shack. Um, you can nice. download that from the App Store Android, Apple, iOS, whatever you have, you can download that, and we see quite a few people booking through there. So I'd say about thirty percent of our online bookings are coming through Whoa. that heel code app. Wow! And I get an uh, I get an email every time somebody signs up, so <laughs> um, and it's telling me if they're coming from online or if they're coming from the app.
1: Oh, interesting! Um, wow, that's that's a big mm-hmm. deal. Oh, you know what? Going back, you said that MindBody doesn't show you if it's like a new client. And um, at least my version, there's a green star if it's somebody's first time visiting us. So we know that's somebody we need to give an intro to.
2: Yeah, well, um, it does show it, but it takes a couple clicks. Like it takes at least two clicks for me to find it. Huh. Um, but again, like it, MindBody could be set up for different for anyone. Yeah, I guess I so. just know there's this big blue bar that has their name. And then it shows you the status of the the scheduled appointment on the Uh calendar. If you're looking, that bar is huge. I feel like there's a lot of wasted space in that bar. Like we could put a lot more important information in that bar. Like how many times have they visited? Is this their first float? What packages have they bought? Like, I wish all of that could be displayed without having to click a button, but call me picky and well you know, I,
1: maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call you picky but i am going to say i, I want to see a screenshot of of your version because of my version i get um i get to see if they booked online if they called in if they used uh, an app yeah. if it's their first time visiting all via of symbols and so our employees mm-hmm. just very quickly memorize these symbols and it, it, it there's yeah. no clicks we we see it immediately so now i'm curious yeah. if again like just who sets you up if they set it up right
2: well i believe like we have all those same buttons except there isn't one for first time visit on the ipad app like we also use the ipad app in the back so it's yeah um it's easier to see on the ipad app who's using what package and who's how many times they visited and stuff but i like want to see said, some it, screenshots
1: i right. maybe next episode we'll, we'll address this because sure. this sure. is weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. It's it's been a good software for us. The, the, the options with it, like we've said a couple times already, are almost endless. Mm-hmm. So that's um, as soon as they book, you can send them a confirmation email. You can send them a confirmation email yeah. uh, twenty four hours before if they haven't visited in two months. You can say we miss you. Um, yeah. There's you know the auto emails side of it very is robust. endless. You can take your whole customer list and export it to. Uh, MailChimp or Constant Contact mm-hmm. or a, a Excel spreadsheet. Um, yeah, you can do anything. You can upload photos. You can upload membership numbers, all your product inventory, mm-hmm. uh, schedule classes. Yeah. Yep. And we'll...
1: Yep, it's all in there. And and just one little cherry on top of that for us is that it can do all the different things we needed to do, which is room rentals, yoga, and um, therapist employees i mean just everything could be in there amy were you gonna add something
0: yeah um so when we went through now of course we opened uh, almost three years ago now uh when we did that we did our research we looked at mind body and we looked at booker Uh, we ended up going with booker but um, the one thing that drove me nuts and still drives me nuts about mine body, um, and probably the reason I personally will never go with them, although I've heard really great things <laughs> about them, is that they still call me at work and on my cell phone at least once a week. They email me on two different email accounts wanting me to try their stuff, and I keep saying, I keep telling them to take me off the list, oh, and they continue ah. to email and continue to call. and it ticks me yep, off that's gross. so that just such poor um such poor marketing mm-hmm. i i can't oh i can't <laughs> handle it that's a turn so, off
2: so <laughs> sounds like groupon I,
0: <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I, actually, it's a, I remember you saying, uh, telling us that story, and it was. It's still. It's very similar, and I just can't get rid of them. Um, mm. But the reason that we didn't go with mind body is when we opened, all of our tanks run on the same schedule. Like we do all of our floats on the odd hours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet we had at the time we opened, we had massage, and we're like, but we want the massage to be able to be booked right. anytime mm-hmm. online. And at the time that I ca- talked to MindBody, that that was an issue, and they couldn't do that. Yeah. I, that might have changed, because all of these things change so fast anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up going with Booker, which is more expensive. We were talking earlier about Helm. Um, we pay $118 a month for Booker, which sounds expensive, but we have great reports. We have all the marketing stuff. We can actually hook it up to our, con- um, our MailChimp account uh, so that we can use our you know actually import very easily our our uh, emails to send emails out uh, do the whole if you were if they haven't been there for two months or four months or whatever send out a thing uh, saying hey why don't you come back birthday emails all that sort of thing um, it's also our point of sales our POS system has a pretty good inventory system um, it does do scheduling. Uh, for employees, but th- you know how you were talking about, Dylan, where when people would go online to book, they would just see your t- your tanks being referred to as therapists? Yes. The choose only way that we could... Yeah, choose your therapist. The only way we could get our float tanks... Uh, name in there was to actually (laughs) this is going to sound odd Mm -hmm. but our float tanks are actually employees sure right Mm -hmm. and that's how they're able to well you can schedule this employee which happens to be the escape pod and this employee which is the oasis um so we can't actually use our scheduling program because it'll mess up our our uh interesting our online scheduling uh so i like booker we have just like MindBody, it took months. It took about two mm. months to get it all set up. Wow. We ended up just paying them to do it because it's so complex and they did have to change code. Like, look, just deal with it. We had wow. so much to deal with setting sure, up. Sure, sure. It's like, please, please, we'll pay you. I don't care what it is. I will go out and work an extra job. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> please No, you, do you don't want to do that. Trust me. No. <laughs> no. It's I, – I just um, – Oh, I was about in tears a few times. We have had problems with the customer service, but it's been getting better. And the one thing that pushed me over the edge—they finally got me- well. They have memberships, but now they have shareable memberships, so it doesn't cause any extra paperwork for us. It makes nice. our life pretty easy. Nice. Yeah. Um, so 118, I know, has sound sounds like a lot to some people, uh, but for us, it's worth it's worth the money for sure. Especially with Slack being free, which is the other thing yeah. that we use so frequently nice. at all. Yeah. All evens out
1: nice like I happy.
2: think I think our mind body is ninety dollars a month, but yeah, that heel code on top when we 're at about a mm-hmm. hundred and forty so
1: I know. think our our it's... mind body's a little bit more than that, um, but no heel code um, okay. before we move on to our next topic, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the float conference. Uh, the float conference takes place where i 'm located here in Portland, Oregon, on August twentieth and twenty first this year. And uh, we're, we're all fans. We're there every year. And Amy and I talked about some of the things we love about the float conference last week. We, we were short one Lance, so I wanted to see what <laughs> – just one Lance. I wanted to see what uh, – <laughs> what, what do you get out of the float conference?
2: Man, the float conference, my favorite part about it is, is of course, the networking. I love all the float enthusiasts and all right. the float people there. Yep um but one of the cool things i that they brought on last year is sort of the um additional workshops or group things they have on the go and i was actually fortunate enough to attend the float tank manufacturers workshop with Jason McDonald and that was a room full of nothing but knowledge all all the the tinkerers and madmen of the float room of the float industry were in this room and i was a uh, i was in the middle of it just absorbing it all like a sponge so um, aside from the conference, there's a ton of other aspects and, and ways to network and get knowledge at the, the float conference besides just the conference. So, um, I'm excited to see what kind of workshops and little events they have on the go this year. Um, I got to miss y- your talk last year, the round table, Dylan, yeah. because I was in that manufacturers, but, uh, hoping I can attend that this year.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> will see if we get you yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, that's really funny. We were, I mean, we were talking about networking last week. That's what Emmy and I talked about of just like the social aspect of it. But yeah, there's like obviously the float conference speakers, there's the social part. And yeah, actually there, there are all these little, uh, little mini cons going on, all these workshops going on and, um, you get to pick and choose which ones that you want to go to, which is great. And if you're coming in with a team, send people to, to all the different groups. And, um, we got really positive responses from the roundtable discussion that that I held as the art of floating, and um, which means that if you had such a great time in, in your workshop, then, then they're good. You know, there's, there's a lot of mm-hmm. value, uh, to, to go into these things. And yes, it is the Art of Floating, uh, podcast that hosts this. So, uh, I hope you guys can join at this year's conference because, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully re- actually record, uh, that and post it as a podcast. So that'll, that'll be fun. If we can get permission from, from the float conference, we'll, we'll do that. Uh,
2: I also hope they have that wonderful Espresso truck that's constantly outside the Float Conference. Oh, that thing.
1: And Float Conference Something. mugs. I, I need yes. my annual Float Conference uh-huh. mug. I'm thrilled by it every year. Um, com is where you can go online to, to buy your tickets. And, I mean it's not just recommended it's just a must it, the float conference is just such a huge part of of the float industry and kind of plugging yourself into it and and just finding yourself i mean if you're thinking about starting a, a float business if you're if you're in the process of it i mean any step of the way it's going to put wind in your sails and it's going to help you out uh, spiritually i mean like energetically psycho, uh, psychologically and also just the amount of information you're going to gain is just going to give you so many tools for your tool belt. So highly encouraged. Again, it's floatconference. dot com. That's where you can uh, not only view previous speakers, buy tickets, but I mean, just anything float centric. It's it's on floatconference. dot com.
2: hashtag Knowledge is power. <laughs> Boom! Boom! There you go. Uh, um, just a, yeah. just a little bit back in a software there. Yeah, um, sure. We were talking about. um, scheduling. Um, what about employee scheduling? Mm. Um, I know you said that is done in the helm. Amy said that's done in the booker. Do you guys use those software for that or do you have separate software?
0: So for me, I actually, uh, we can't use ours, uh, unfortunately for employees as for the, Mm -hmm. because of the problem I mentioned before we've been using Slack and I'm not quite sure that I love it. Um, There are some issues, uh, like some some people will mention they need a day off and they'll mention it a month before. Well, other people will add uh, messages to that uh, that, uh, channel in Slack and it'll kind of get lost. Um, But the nice thing is in Slack is that you do have a constant... A reminder, something you can look back on to see what people have said, and so that there's that accountability for keeping track of scheduling. So it's mm-hmm. good for that. I'm not sure it's the best. Do either of you use a specific scheduling program? Because I, I have looked at a few. Uh,
2: we're using one called Shift Planner. Um, it's an app that's available um, through a mobile phone. And as well as just an internet-based program. But uh, Matthew actually handles all the scheduling and planning. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he takes care of all that. But uh, it's it's very easy to integrate from one page. You can move hours around. You can adjust hours if they forgot to clock out or something like that. But it's um, a fairly e- easy uh, application to integrate. And I think it costs about $10 a month. Um, now you can set this up so employees have to log in on a set computer or from a set IP address, or they can log in from their phone, but you can also set it so they can't log in from their phone unless they're connected to the Wi-Fi of your business. Wow. So you don't get somebody coming in late and checking in on the bus when they're an hour late, oh, um, but funny. that's sort of a, yeah. So they sort of have to be at, you huh. know, the business to, to check in, Interesting. Um, Yeah, that's something we use, and I'm able to view my schedule there. We schedule meetings on there. Um, You know, you can view what's going on with everyone in one place. But it is $10 a month, and it is another application on top of everything else. But um, these are all tools, and the more tools in your kit, you know, the better you can perform your job. So I think we're always going to be on the search for that ultimate program that does absolutely everything we need. But... (laughs)
1: Until Not then, right now. <laughs> we Until have the, then. the big software episode. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um,
1: so one thing with scheduling, I'm curious if, just because it's been like a nice little thing that we have with um, Helm, is uh, our employees basically set, they don't set their own schedule, but what they set is their availability. And they can also do like a frowny face version of their schedule, which is, I don't <laughs> want to work Friday nights, but I'm willing to. And then they have just the, no, I can't work Saturday and Sunday you, oh, that's cool. How does it work with your guys' software? In uh, well,
2: yeah. our
0: case,
2: oh, don't go ahead, Amy.
0: <laughs> in our case, uh, we actually set up a calendar a month in advance, and pretty much everyone keeps the same okay. days uh-huh. and same times. We are getting to the point where we are switching out, so nobody gets stuck with Friday, right, Saturday right. night all the mm-hmm. time. So we're getting enough employees Let's that we can start nice. to do that. But for the most part, we try to keep the schedule the same every week because otherwise, people forget, Mm -hmm. and it just gets it gets uh, into pure chaos, (laughs) anarchy. (laughs) I don't know. All right. But um,
1: post apocalyptic.
0: (laughs) But that is the one thing about Slack is we do have to upload a schedule that is done, and then if somebody changes something, we download the schedule, change it, and put it back up. So I'm really interested to look into the to additional. Uh, shift uh, like the shift scheduler, and if anybody else has one out there, um, mm-hmm. if you could let us know, because I'm looking. That would be awesome because it makes it makes scheduling so difficult.
2: is yours, mm-hmm. yeah. No, uh, yeah, if someone wants to trade a shift or switch a shift, or you, they can set their own availability, just like you just said. Okay. There's no happy face or frowning <laughs> face or anything like that, which I, I love happy faces. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they can. Um offer to trade shifts, they can request yeah, cool. changes, they can they can do it all. So okay. it's it's an awesome app that's cool. on the phone. So
1: Well, oh, Amy, might want to look at, at Lance's there. And and what's the name yeah, of that I'm, again, Lance? I'm gonna check it.
2: Shift Planner. Shift
1: Planner. Okay. Um and mm-hmm. uh Helm also does the uh shift you can offer up your shifts, uh which is cool too.
2: Um can, is the helm uh can you use the helm on your phone? Or uh, an iPad or anything like that?
1: No, Not so much. It's going to use the web browser, and that okay. My big fingers clicking on the little links and everything—it's—it's it's not convenient. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Com- cumbersome them. is the word that comes to mind. Yeah, I—I um, I will occasionally do it on my iPad. I'm not a big fan of it, and you—you know, like you're zooming into the icons to click on them to go to the menus and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even take a shot at that on my iPhone, to be honest. And I, I don't think yeah, they that's... have an app.
2: That's something we use is uh, we have an iPad um, that's set up mm-hmm. with a Bluetooth keyboard. So if mm-hmm. our computer is being used by one employee or something else happens, nice. we have that backup. And we also keep the iPad um, closer to our float rooms. So if we ever need to refer to that client while we're doing changeover, um, we don't have to run up to the computer sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a big thing for me is, is – um, being able to be used on a phone and that, a tablet.
1: That's a good so. point. Like even if, if I'm at a party or something and somebody's talking about floating, they're like, yeah, I really want to, you know what? I want to do this this week. I can take out my iPhone, go into my Monbody body online app and schedule them right there. And it's like just a few clicks to do it even as yeah. a new client. So that's super mm-hmm. convenient. Like in today's day and age, there should be a mobile side of things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard to just expect everybody to be on their PC or their Mac when yeah, so much of online time is on their their mobile devices,
0: and that's a really great point to bring up, Dylan. I have scheduled so many new people who are who keep saying they're interested in floating. If I'm right there, I have gotten them. I've got them booked. I've got them on the books. They're ready to go, nice. and uh, we've uh, we've got a lot of new clients that way. It's a very very handy marketing tool.
1: Right, it's great. Like you're sitting around your family, you got family visiting that kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah, I could book you right now. Like let's just do this while we're at the you know having dessert Mm -hmm. at the the restaurant it's it's super cool um let's see here um oh you know i did want to address one thing with mind body amy um i think Mm -hmm. they have updated it so that um so we are thinking about putting our massage online and i think the only reason that we're able to do that is they have updated it so our float tanks can be on one schedule and our massage can be scheduled separately um so i just i just wanted to put that out there um i
0: figured after three years they better well, <laughs> have gotten that together <laughs> better have I, I kind of doesn't mean they
1: would yeah. have unfortunately <laughs> uh. <laughs> um that they yeah fine body can be pretty s- incredibly slow and in updating it's it's more like they, they're so robust it's nice you can usually configure something but you're going to be hard-pressed to see them make a change that you request that that doesn't really happen that i've witnessed um They'll tell you it's work in progress or it's on the list, but they've been telling me that stuff for years. Um, (laughs) So uh, here we're getting to a little bit more more, smaller things here, but um, website. Everybody needs a website. We use WordPress for ours. What do you guys use for yours?
0: I'm a Squarespace girl myself. Do you like it? Not as powerful as what was WordPress, but oh, it makes updating so easy mm. that it gets done, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it's a clean website. So cool. you know the two things that are important to me work really well with with Squarespace.
1: Okay. Lance, how about you?
2: Uh, I use a program called Wix. Um, I've built quite a few websites with this. It's just been it's been a lot of fun. Very easy to use, click and drop. You know. Um, anything you want to add on, there's basically what they call a marketplace. So you can actually add on a large, large list of third party applications. So, Mm. um, and any HTML code, there's basically a a box. If you want to add HTML to your website, you add the box anywhere and then insert your HTML code and you can run that. But super easy to do. It's really cheap, very similar to Squarespace. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of Wix. So
1: yeah, I think where Squarespace and Wix kind of take a step over WordPress is ease of use. I think their UI is just a little bit more straightforward.
2: Um, yeah, and I'm sh- I think Wix is coming out an updates um, really soon here where you can actually build your website from an iPad, like just what geez. I was saying, or from your phone. So if you need to edit your phone on the bus or your website on the bus, you can do that with a with an app. So it's not here yet, but it's coming. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: I have to say, uh, I was WordPress until this business. I, I created most of my my websites on WordPress, but even Mark can handle the Squarespace. So <laughs> you have someone who's technologically challenged. Nice. And nice. Wix is the same way. I, I've also used Wix. I, I bet cool. he could do that as well.
1: So <laughs> nice. that is
0: one, certainly a good thing. That's a good barometer you,
1: yeah. for technology. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see here. I, I we'll put all our websites up there. I, I should say that we'll be coming out with a new website soon. So I'm a little, little embarrassed because it feels very out of date at this point. Particularly when you're looking at your yeah, new website every day, it's like, eh. but anyway, I,
2: I'm with I'm with Dylan on that one, right? <laughs> yeah, my website needs work. There's um, a bunch of other websites I've been working on. It sort of got pushed off in the the back burner. <laughs> It's
1: important. It's the face of your business to a lot of people. It,
2: it very much is. It um, very much is.
1: Moving on to uh, another little one here is Lobby Music. I am um, I doubt we're going to open a whole lot of eyes to the software we're going to talk about here, but Amy, before the show, brought up something that was really important, um, which is... Uh, so the two pieces of software that we have listed are Spotify and Pandora, um, and they both play um, potentially ad-free uh, music. Pandora is... You know, you pick a theme, Spotify, you can pick a theme or specific albums or playlists. Um, but uh, Amy, would you go into why, what we need to know about these two pieces of software?
0: So, so um, I do live in Nashville. And uh, if you are not living under a rock, you're aware that Nashville is kind of the hub of music. Uh, And my business partner happened to make a living being a songwriter for 36 years. So he's particularly sensitive about this, but most people in my town are. Uh, Spotify currently does not have a commercial use license here in the U.S. So uh, a few years ago, as a massage therapist, a few years ago, uh, they started cracking down the different... um, organization started cracking down massage therapists because we were using just cds in our office or we huh. were just running spotify or pandora in our office and they were actually uh, having spies sent in wow. and shutting down massage therapists and charging them astronomical uh, fees for licensing because they didn't have the proper license as of this moment if you're using spotify be aware that you do not have a proper license to run it in your business or in your lobby or to even use it in the tanks. Pandora does. Pandora actually has a Pandora commercial account. You do have to pay $99 for a, a piece of equipment and so that you can actually utilize it. Uh, and then when I used right. it, we, we used to use it in our lobby. It was 19.99 a month. It's now up to, I noticed, 26.95 a month. It's actually gone up uh, several times. But remember, that covers all the licensing. So right. I know one thing that Mark has said, his songs get played on, he actually gets a list of how many times his songs are played on Spotify, and he gets pennies. <laughs> and literally, pennies. Oof. Uh, for that So it's so it does hurt the artists And of course being in Nashville We are a lot more sensitive But Pandora's not the only one There's things like Sirius um, Oh gosh there's so many out there And I, I should have looked a few more I'll try to find a few more to put in the, the notes But there's quite a few out there That do have licensing That you can choose your own playlist That you can play a certain type of music They're ad free um, They're fantastic And um, and they pay the artist properly Nice, Which to me is important Yeah
1: that's interesting. It's a priority. Um, thanks for putting that out there. Thanks for bringing that up uh, before and on the show here, because that's that's something you you are kind of a taking a legal risk when you do something, um, you know, like playing Spotify, and also yeah, thinking about the artists is obviously very important as well. Um, and yeah, go ahead. May I bring up one more? Please. I just
0: want to bring up please, one please. more option because this is we did get rid of Pandora, which was expensive. There, uh, we now have a large screen television in our lobby. And we got nature videos that have music. And there's some out there that are very well done. And we can switch them up. But um, there's, if you go to World Nature Video, and I think mm-hmm. they also sell them on Amazon.com, they actually include licenses for small business. So oh, you can play them in your lobby. If you're just using music in your lobby, um, you can play the videos. And people love to sit <laughs> and get kind of, especially post-float when everything's like a little slow. Right. They'll sit and watch like the beautiful jellyfish or nice. whatever we have playing that day and um we can also do that legally and it's certainly you're only paying for the dvd once that's another option cool
1: okay nice um so now into just complete random we didn't know where to put these uh, <laughs> these pieces of software <laughs> um uh one I, I didn't i really had no idea where to put this uh which is just microsoft word but what we do is um Uh, So we are in a two-level business. I mean, we have the ground level and we have the top level. And that's where all our towels are, where our float tanks and our towels. And so every morning we look at our schedule... And then we um, fill out a little spreadsheet in our Word document that shows if somebody's going to have, like, a float and then a massage. So we write 1 slash 2. And then in the next field where it's with the LMT, you write 2 slash 2. So we know that in the 1 slash 2, there needs to be a robe put in there, a tote bag, and slippers. Um, but also, if it's their um, first time visiting us, we'll, because we know because there was a green star in Mind Body Online, um, we'll put a... Uh, a um, uh, think. Uh, excuse me. We'll we'll know to mention the starter package with them and say you know if, if like if they paid full price for it for another float uh, price they can get two floats. Um, is our starter package three for the price of two? Um, and then um, if somebody came with a Groupon, we write Groupon and. Um, will know to give them a thank you card and we give them a slightly different uh discount uh when they come in with that so it's nice when you're actually setting up the the towels and everything to know exactly what's going on in those rooms and who that customer is so you know how to talk to them or you know we put those thank you cards in in the rooms as well so uh microsoft word (laughs) is is what we use for that so we we do print that out daily uh to put up there so you don't have to memorize it before you go run into the rooms
2: that could also be done with uh, Google Docs if you don't for have sure. the money for Microsoft yeah. Word or anything like that. There is um, the free version that Google has provided as well.
1: Good call. So, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. which is powerful tool because I know when we had to buy Microsoft Office for our Mac, it was like four hundred dollars or something, wow. like something expensive yeah. like that. Pricing.
1: Um, another one, I've, I've mentioned this before, and I don't think that this is the best software you can have, so I don't even want to necessarily promote it, but I want to promote the idea of doing this, which is we use PDF Expert on our iPads. Um, so if you are using a waiver and you want people to write in their name and sign it or fill out any information about themselves or do a questionnaire, um, you can use PDF files and have that synced to your Dropbox. And so we... We use PDF Expert, but I think it's a little cumbersome, and I want to find a better one. It's just not uh, the lowest-hanging fruit, or it's, it's not the highest priority at the moment.
2: Um, does well, that convert to your mind-body at all?
1: No. No, that's a good question, because um, mind-body does have a waiver option. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, that's worth looking into. I'll have to talk to Engineer Brian about that, setting that up for us. If I figure that out, I'll bring it back to the show because I think a lot of people use Mind Body and would like to know how to do that.
0: Yeah, it's just a separate. Uh, it's a, it's a different company that does it that just happens to work with Mind Body, and there is an additional cost to okay. it. But I, if I were Mind Body, I would I would get on that quick. That would make life so easy. Is that right? It's I'm looking, so fabulous.
2: Okay. I'm looking to find one right now that connects with mind body, but I haven't I haven't tracked it down yet.
1: Okay. Have you called the 800 number at, at Mind Body? N-
2: no, I <laughs> <Okay>. have not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh the the la- the last ones on this list here uh, are not mine, so I'll I'll take let you guys take these.
0: Well, I will take uh two of those. <laughs> um one is wonderlist. And the reason I put this on I are Office does not use this. Um, I tried to get Mark to use this with me, and sometimes he's good, and sometimes he's not. But it is a to-do list app on our phone. You can share the to-do lists. I do have it separated into um, for Float Nashville, for the new new place as that was going on, for my personal life, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it was a great way for Mark and I to to share. No, Slack is much better. He he doesn't do as well on his phone. But it was mm-hmm. it, at the time it was a great way to share our. Um, our to-do lists with huh, each other. Okay. Uh, but I still find it is a very valuable personal tool. Like I'll set alarms because I can set mm. alarms up to remind me of <laughs> some impending doom that's, that will happen if I don't get this certain <laughs> thing done. Uh, I, I need that in my life. yeah. So I'm a big fan of, of that app.
1: Cool. Okay.
0: But the, but the other one, this is even more exciting. So a few years ago I wanted to go paperless. Um, we started using Expensify which is a, an on it's a website, but it's also an, an app where you can take pictures of your receipts, um, actually place where they're going to be, uh, you know, tag them for whatever they're for, if it's a meal or if it's a, an office supply expense, a float supply expense, um, and it sends it to a report. You can set it up to send it to a report automatically. So at the end of the month, all I have to do is, um, download the report and send it off to the bookkeeper, and she can compare that with our huh. uh, with our uh, bank right. statements. Mm-hmm. We have all of our receipts in one place. We don't have to worry about paper anymore. Huh. And if we ever need to, we can, of course, print off the receipts that we've taken the picture of with the phone. But everybody's hooked into that. Jessica, Mark, wow. Jessica's our manager, yeah. and Mark and myself, it has been the most awesome thing in the world. We're not losing um, receipts anymore. Right, right. It makes life easy. Where There's not paper sitting everywhere, which drives me insane. Right, right. Uh, it has changed it changed my life. <laughs> and I know there's other apps out there, but I love expensive. Okay. I've been using it for about a year and a half now. Do you
1: happen to know the <laughs> so, price for it?
0: Uh, five bucks a cool. month. Cool.
1: Okay. Well, that's five bucks is worth it. <laughs> Affordable. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I can handle five bucks. Best five bucks I spend probably every month.
1: Um, and if I could just say the the Wonderlist uh, option, yes. like I use Google Calendars for that, and it I sounds mean. like Wonderlist might be a little bit flow, might flow a little bit better for myself for accomplishing things. Cause I, I can't hold a thought in my head. As soon as I'm thinking about something else, even if we just had a conversation, I'd said I would do something it's gone. So I have to put things in my phone, but even like setting up a calendar event isn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It sounds like the, the wonder list that you're talking about makes a lot more sense. And you can seem like you do a lot more and are a lot more efficient and are just basically smarter. If If you, I I know it sounds silly, but if you just set up calendar events and alerts to to do particular things, you're just, you will just become more efficient. Um, Yeah.
0: I agree. And the reason I like Wonderlist is because Google Calendar, there's so many, to me, it's such a pain in the butt. It's like, okay, I have to touch to this one space to place the name of the event. Then I have to go down and touch this next place. And they're all little tiny things on my phone. (laughs) Where Wonderlist, there's a place for notes. Um, okay. I can add like sub lists as well as I have the major thing and I can add sub lists. Um, so it just helps me stay organized. So it works cool. really well for me. Everybody kind of has to find their own. Sure, shape, but it sure. works really well for me.
2: I'm sold. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's free.
1: Lance, you have a final final piece of software for us, right?
2: Um, yeah, I can talk about it. Efflux. Uh, Efflux is a great software if you're someone who's working late especially so what happens um before we go to bed at night um, i think it's about two hours you want to eliminate all blue light spectrum because Mm -hmm. the blue light actually go into your pineal gland and tell your body um to not produce melatonin Mm -hmm. which means you will not have a good sleep Mm -hmm. um what efflux does is it um it goes by your your clock or time of day i guess and as the sun starts to set um, your screen will start to tint um, orange lightly it'll start to tint and you won't even notice Mm -hmm. it but if you're working at one o'clock in the morning and you're typing away like a (laughs) madman your computer your screen will actually be quite orange but that's eliminating that blue light spectrum Uh so when you shut that computer you'll be able to actually fall asleep. Cool. If you were to not have that and you shut that computer, you you got all this blue light coming in, all your right. body saying, hey, it's the middle of the day. Right. So then once you shut your computer off, it then takes time to slowly start producing that melatonin. So um, Flux is a great program for that. Um, the new iOS update for P- everyone's iPhones, that's now something that's incorporated right. into the phone because there's been so many people demanding that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just for those night owls and those people that, you know, are working late on their computer. It's it's a great tool. It's f Lux. so check it out if if you're one of those. Super cool, nice. nice.
0: And I'm gonna i inject one more thing because I just remembered this, Lance. It's Waver King. That's the app that works with Mind Body. Oh, cool, nice. Oh, where dang. you can import. It's Waver King. Boom. Yeah, what <laughs>
2: better than <known laughs> to go little Things, little things. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank, Thank you. you, Amy. Well, Woo. Woohoo.
1: Cool. Is there software that you use that we didn't mention? Leave us a speak pipe mention it on twitter let us know we'll bring it up in another episode coming up here um we want to know the best stuff to use for our own businesses but i mean really the whole reason we exist here is to improve everybody else's business around here in the community so um share it with the community let everybody know so we can all do better um and and just run a better business so please reach out to us let us know what you guys do um let's see here um i think that's about it uh any anything else you guys want to mention before we sign off
2: i just want to say one more thing um uh, we are april it's cfc we are launching the float-a-thon so all month we're running a friendly competition um where we're all trying to see who can who can get the floater with the most float hours in a uh-huh. month so um there's a cheap we, we're offering a promo rate to do that there's about six centers participating right now. And um fifty percent of the proceeds uh will go to the Canadian Float Collective to help us pay for all these ever escalating expenses that keep occurring.
1: All the software um <laughs> Yeah,
2: all the software. Um <laughs> You know, with the collective, we wanted to take a, a different approach, and we didn't want to just charge a membership and mm. give you the same information that you can get for free everywhere else. So we we want to see our community come alive and and try and support us on this huh. endeavor because we are really working hard to do some some good things for the industry. So if you want to participate in the first annual <laughs> floatathon, it's not too late. Uh, you can shoot us an email at canadianfloatcollective at sorry gmail.com uh. <laughs> we got, got, yeah, it all costs money it all costs money and that's just an example um but yeah if you'd like to participate um please send us a message uh, we'd love to get you on board sweet
1: awesome amy is there anything you wanted to mention before we sign off
0: hey i'm just happy i remembered waver king i thought i killed too many brain cells <laughs> sure. last weekend for right. that so i think i'm doing well i'm doing good right now
1: i think you're doing great amy <laughs>
0: Good stuff tonight. Uh,
1: If anybody listened to last week's episode, I just got to say, Greg Griffin, we're still waiting for your speak pipe, and we look (laughs) forward to it. Uh, But beyond that, thanks, everybody, for listening. I I hope we uh, helped you in, in any way possible in some way. And until next week, we'll see you next week.
0: listening to the Art of
2: Floating podcast.